we will continue now with the second part of the first Sikha from the Dvar Malchus, which uh, the whole community all over the world are studying together to fulfill the Rebbe's wishes of learning the laws of Mashiach and to Kochenzach uh, Mashiach. So we're up to Ois Tes. In Ois Ches, the Rebbe began the answer to answer all the various different questions that the Rebbe presented in the beginning of the Sikha. And the Rebbe explained in Ois Ches that the Rambam placed the laws of Melochim at the end of all the halachas, the last halachas in the Sefer Hayad, because the ultimate, to say that, to emphasize that the ultimate mitzvahs that he has discussed throughout the entire Sefer, when will they come to completion when Mashiach will come, when there will be Malachim. When there is Malachim, that's when you can fulfill the Torah fully. So the Malachim is written at the end to say that when there is a Melech, that everything that proceeds in the laws of the Rambam, all the Halachas, when could you do them in a full capacity it's when David HaMelech was a king and that is when the full ability to do all the Torah mitzvahs properly there's a Mesa Mikdash there is in, in Yerushalayim and you can do all the mitzvahs and now in Ois test the Rebbe will explain that the Rambam is telling us over here in Perikud Aleph the halacha of what it means to believe in Mashiach. You can say you believe Mashiach will come, but what is Mashiach? What is his coming going to do? What's the purpose? What's the goal of Mashiach? It's more than just saying Mashiach is going to come, take us out of God, okay? But what else? The Rambam in Halachas over here, in the last Halachas, in Perik Yud Aleph, in Yud Beis, the Rambam is actually defining what it means to believe that Mashiach is going to come. What is he going to do? And basically, what the Rambam is trying to tell us over here, that Mashiach is not going to be some new invention, some new thing is going to happen over there. But basically, we had a king whose name was David. And this David, Amalek, at his time, we were able to keep the mitzvahs. There was a Beis HaMikdash, there was Korbonus, the Yidden War in Eretz Yisrael, Rav Now we can do the Yoivel, Shemitahs and Yoivelis. And then unfortunately we lost it because we went into exile. So what Mashiach will do, he will bring us back 
and allow us to once again perform Torah Mitzvahs. It's all about the fulfillment of Torah Mitzvahs in a wholesome and a complete way. Let's look inside. Oistas. As Hilchas HaMashiach Hichnis Rambam, the laws about Mashiach, the Rambam placed Besiyum Sifrei Hayad in the end of his Sefer of the 14 Chalokim. Ubesoyf Hilchas Malachim Milcham Yisayim. And at the end of these laws, in the last laws of Hilchas Malachim Milcham Yisayim. And the reason the Rambam placed it is Me'achar Shezehu Gidrei V'inyonei Shal Mashiach Alpi Halacha. Because in this Perek, in this Perokim, the Rambam gives us the definition and what is the idea of Mashiach according to Halacha. We're not just telling you in the Rambam over here the stories, what Mashiach is going to do and what's going to happen, but rather we're telling you what is halachically Mashiach. Harambam mefarish beperik yudalef. In chapter eleven, the Rambam explained hilchus melochim loy rak es ha'inyan debiyas hamashiach va'achiyu lahamin boy. Not only the coming of Mashiach and the obligation to believe in him, just say Mashiach is going to come, elogam, but also mau inyan gedroi. What is the definition? What is he going to do? And how is he going to be revealed? So once we know the definition, what he is, and therefore we will know in what does it express. We have an obligation to believe in him. What are we believing in him? Well, now we know we're believing in him that whatever the definitions are, as we're going to see, the definitions of returning the kingdom of David back to its place, that means we're believing in Mashiach, that Mashiach will come and bring everything back so that the Torah and Mises can be done. And this is the Rambam's intent in the beginning of the period. The Rambam writes, Hamelech Hamoshiach Osid Lamed Ulahachzir Malchus David Liyoshno. That the King Moshiach is destined to stand up and to bring back, to reestablish David's kingdom to its old, to its first. Dominance to its first kingdom, Mashiach is bringing it back to what it was. And he will build the Migdosh. This is all the Lashon of the Rambam. So he will build the Migdosh, which is a necessary component of doing the mitzvahs properly. He will bring in the gathering of Israel, which is another necessary component for doing the mitzvahs properly. 
So in the days, in his days of Mashiach, the laws will come back. The laws that we lost during Golos are going to come back. As they were before. Before we went into Golos. Before we lost the Mimshola of David. Of David, the Machos David Mimshola. Which is what? What's going to happen? What's coming back? Makrivin Korbanis. We'll be able to bring the offerings. And we make the mistake again. It's over uh, here. Tess is supposed to be Shmitin Vyoyvlois. We do the Shmitin Yoyvlois, which depends on having all the Yidin in Eretz Yisrael. As the mitzvah, all of the mitzvah as it is written in the Torah. What is the Rambam writing here? This is not just telling us a tale. What is Mashiach going to do? What's going to take place in the times of Mashiach? The Mashiach is going to gather them and the Mashiach is going to build the Mesa Migdosh, just telling you what's going to happen. No. But rather, this is the halacha. Which is Hageder the Moshiachu. What is the definition of Moshiach? Is Shuhu Magzir Malchus David Liyoshna, Lememshala Harishoina. That he brings back, he restores David's kingdom to its old, to its first dominance, its first ruling. He brings back. Basically, he's bringing back something. He's not coming, not he's going to stand up to accomplish something new. He's only here to bring back something we already have. How does the bringing back going to take place? In practically speaking, it expresses itself that through building the Migdosh in its place, gathering all those that have been pushed away all over, bringing them back from Golos to Eretz Yisrael. That's what he's going to do. And because he's going to do that, we'll come to the principal goal of Mashiach to bring back the Memshola of David HaMelech so we can do the mitzvahs properly. And therefore, by building the Beis we will come to the goal and to the intent of the Beis HaMashiach. And all of the laws in the days of Mashiach We'll come back. We'll be able to observe the laws just like as they were beforehand. Makrivim korbones. You can bring the korbones. And you do the shmitim As the mitzvah, all of the mitzvah, as it's written in the Torah, in the most perfect way. How could we do the Torah in the most perfect way. This is connected to 
gathering all those who are chased away from Israel. When you'll have all Yidden on the land, that's connected. That's when we can do Shemitim V'yayblis. So we can do, we need the Beis HaMikdash, we need the Shemitim V'yayblis. Hainus, that is, all matters that we were lacking in our observance of Torah because they were lacking in the wholesomeness of all Yidden being in Eretz Yisrael and having the Beis HaMikdash. We were lacking, so that's why we didn't have it anymore. That's generally, we talk about Golos. What is Golos? Golos is no base Hamikdash, and the Yidn are scattered all over in Golos. So, Nishlomim, they will be made up. Completed, Aidea Mashiach through Mashiach. Bezehu, Masha Mashiach, Machzir. This is what it means that Mashiach will return. Malchus David Liyoshta. He'll bring it back to its old state, Chulu, Bechoyzrim Kola Mishpatim. And all the laws will return. He is going to bring back the wholesomeness of the halachas and mitzvahs. And the Rebbe adds to the bracket now that that becomes part that we say of believing in Mashiach. It makes a difference in what we believe in Mashiach. That we have to believe in Mashiach we have to believe not just that he's going to come, but that he's going to come and bring things back because this becomes part of the goal of Mashiach. We can say that this is also a difference in Allah relative to believing in him. And we also need to know what needs to be if we're waiting for him to come. We're waiting for him to come what are we waiting for to come? Since that's why the Rambam writes it in Aloha to tell us, since this is the definition of Mashiach, then therefore the belief is not only will he come to redeem the Yidden from Golus, but also you believe in in Mashiach, Shu Magzir, Malchus David Liyoshnoi, quoting the Rambam, believe in him that he's going to return the Malchus David Liyoshno, the kingdom of David to its old state, and all the Mishpatim will return. So basically, what Rebbe is Machadish over here, that the Rambam is out to tell us in this Padek over here the definition, what Mashiach is, so we have a good understanding what we are supposed to believe in and what is the goal. So it's not enough just to believe that Mashiach will come, but we have to believe that he's going to bring back the Malchus based David Liyashna. In Oishyud, the Rebbe explains that the Rambam continues the proof for for what he had said that the job of Mashiach is to bring back the kingdom of David, David Amelech's Melucha 
back to restore it to its original, to bring back all the laws, all the mishpatim, that they should be back as they were by the Malchus David. And this is two proofs that the Rambam brings. One he brings from the Pasuk that there is going to be a return of the Yidin to Eretz Yisrael. That will allow. That Pasuk tells us that the circumstances in the time of Mashiach will be such that we will be able to do all the mitzvahs because the Yidin will all be in Eretz Yisrael. And then he goes to bring the second proof from the Parshas Bilom that the job of Mashiach will be to bring back that which was by the Malchus David back to the original so that we can do is a continuation of the Mashiach Harishan. The Mashiach Akron is a continuation as he brings from the Psukim in Balak, in the Parshas Bilam, in which we see that whatever took place, the way it took place by David, it's going to take place by Mashiach. Let's look inside. So now on this, the Rambam brings Araya that Mashiach not only is going to come, but he's going to bring back all the laws to the way they were in the beginning, is a restoration of the kingdom of David. Where do we know that Mashiach will come and bring back Torah and his wholesomeness? As the Rambam writes, quote, Lahagzir, Malchus David Liyoshna, the Rambam just said, to bring the kingdom of David back to its old state, the Chayshirim Kolom Mishpatim, so that all the halachas will come back. And the proof for it, Shaharei HaToyro Yidolov, because the Torah testifies, emphasis that is the Torah that, that testifies, that means that it's part of Torah. It's the Shlemus in Torah. The Torah itself says that this will take place. In these proofs, we have two details. First, the Rambam brings the first posse from Pashas Nitzovim. God will bring back, return. What do we see from that Pasuk? We don't see yet that it's Moshiach is doing it. We don't see yet that it's going to go back of Moshiach's job is to go back and restore the kingdom of David. But we do say that do see that from there that there is going to be the allowance for the restoration because there will be from this we know that there will be a gathering for those who were pushed away of Israel, meaning those who were in Golos. Once we know 
that we are going to be gathered in Eretz Yisrael, that all of the Yidin will come back. That's a situation which allows for the kingdom of Beis David and to do all the Mishpatim. We can't do that if we don't have all the Yidin returned from Golos. Hakiyum, the Hilchas of Mitzvah now we can fulfill the laws and the mitzvahs, the commands of the Torah, that have been nullified, that have been disrupted through the exile of the Jewish people. So now we bring them back. So now we are able to restore. The second Rambam continues, Abbe Parshish Bilam, to tell us Namar, also in the portion of Bilam over there, it says, that the Rambam is going to prove the second point that it is Moshiach's job to restore the kingdom of David. So over there it's written Pashas Bilonamar Bishom Nibo Bishneamishim over there. He prophesizes, Bilam prophesizes about the two Mishikim. The Mashiach Shehu David, the first Mashiach, which is David. Shaishias Israel Miyatsurayim. He is the one that helped the Yidden from their oppressors. And also he tells, he prophesizes about the last Mashiach, who will be standing up from the children, the seed of David. He is the one that is going to help them at the end. Bacharayin, meaning at the end, after the Mashiach, Rishon Mashiach. So what do we see from here? These are the words quoting from the Rambam that I've quoted. So what do we know from this part that the Rambam brings down from the Pesukim of the Mashiach? This, that it's going to be through Mashiach, that whole in the first possible, we don't know that it's Mashiach. Now we know that we're talking about Mashiach, but we also know that Vinyone Shalha Mashiach. What is the idea? What's the concept of Mashiach? Who Lahazir to bring back Malchus David Liyoshno the to bring back and restore David's kingdom to its old status to its first dominance, the way it was. Which means, who Moshiach Ha'achrim? He is the last Moshiach. What means Achrim? Meharishoyna. From the first, the last meaning, from the first. Which means Moshiach Ha'rishashu David. He is the Achrim of David. He is restoring, he is the last, taking the place from the Rishonah. And the proof of it is, as he continues, because over there, the Pasuk says, and if you look at the Pasuk in the prophecy of, of Bilam, that all the details that war that took place by the first Mashiach, which is David, 
Yiyu gam b'mashiach ha'achrin will also be by the last Mashiach. Means it restores all the details match up. The Melech HaMashiach. The king of Mashiach. This is the king Mashiach. And that is, goes through all the steps from David's kingdom through his success in the end. Same thing is with Mashiach HaAchrin. So it starts, this prophecy goes through the beginning of the revelation of Mashiach Umem's governments until the wholesomeness that eventually what he will accomplish that he will crush the Pasimoyev and the similar Process the similar steps will go through with Mashiach Mashiach. The similar would be by Mashiach. It says the Karkar which is at the end that also he Mashiach will humiliate all the Bnei as David was Mochas and also finally after that. The Pasuk says, the Rambam quotes, that the inheritance of Edom will be, came to David, David took it to that. And the similar case would be in Mashiach, that Seir, which is Edom, will be the inheritance of Seir's enemy, which is the Jewish people, which will be taken place by Zahamalach HaMashiach, by King Mashiach. So basically, what's going to happen, these steps that we're talking about, why are these steps of Machas Pasim Moyov and by Mashiach Karka Kobnei Sheis and Edim Yeresha, how is that part that I'm explaining now connected to this theme, as the Rebbe explained, that Mashiach's job is to restore Torah to its original state, the way it was Melech Mashiach, we can perform the mitzvahs and the Torah the way it needs to be done with the Beis Amikdash and with the Yeshua Allah, the Shemitim Yehud, all the mitzvahs should be done in the right way. So what does it have to do with these wars that the Pasuk talks about about Mochatz Pasimoyov and Karkov Neshez and Yeresha Seyredim that takes place, that took place by David and are going to be taking place by Mashiach. So the Rebbe explains that that way, when we don't have the enemies interfering and obstructing the Jewish performance of Torah mitzvahs, then the Yidin can do the mitzvahs. We have to get rid of all the interferences, of all the obstacles, which comes because of the Golos, because of the uh, Moyo, because of the Edom, and that way we will be able to uh, really do the mitzvahs. Mashiach will bring to the wholesomeness of Torah. Because as a result from the fact 
that we will be exempt, we will be free from the enslavement of the governments, of the nations who govern us, not only will we be free, but on the contrary, Mashiach Mashiach will dominate them. So that's why Yisafshir, that will give us the possibility then we are able to do and occupy ourselves in Torah Mitzvahs properly. As the Rambam says in elsewhere, later on, in the Halachas, they will be free in the study of Torah and the wisdom. They're not going to have anybody policing them, stopping them, and uh, wasting and not allowing them to do the mitzvahs, as the Rabban prolongs this. So basically, that's also part of being able to bring the Torah back to its start, to do the Torah. That's part of it by taking away the dominance of the Malchias, which enslave us now, or and will actually be in control. So Bemela, we will be able to study Torah, be free to study Torah, to uh, the way it, we like it. In Aishud Beis, the Rambam continues to explain, the Rebbe continues to explain in Aishud Aleph, sorry, in Aishud Aleph, the Rebbe continues to explain why the Rambam insists. I'm saying in the beginning that if you don't believe Mashiach, you're denying the Torah, not just the prophets. Why is it important over here in the laws of Mashiach to know who's a koifer that you're denying? In where he talks about who's a koifer, he should say the different statuses. But the Rambam is important, as the Rebbe says, explains that it's the idea Moshiach is part of being able to be Mekayim Torah. That Fakert, all the revelations that we speak about in the Nevi'im are all part of the Torah because this is bringing back the Torah to its status. That's how the Rambam expresses it by telling us that Moshiach is going to bring back the Torah to its wholesomeness, the way it should be. Let's look inside. So based on this, we understand the introduction of the Rambam. <clears throat> the Rambam writes, Anyone who doesn't believe in him in Mashiach. Or one who does not anticipate. Wait, look forward for his coming. Not only in the other prophets that we find who koifer, he'll be denying that we find the prophecies in the other Nevi'im, but rather he would be denying the Torah. If he denies Mashiach, he denies the Torah. And Moshe, our teacher who gave us the Torah, and the Rambam says, because it's a testified about it was the Torah, <clears throat> so you'd be going against the Torah. <clears throat> and 
And then the Rambam proves this from the Psukim of Meshav, Hashem will return then later on, and the but it would seem, Ma Choshuv Kolkach Loharambam, Meshaychus Lehilchus Mashiach. Why is it so important to the Rambam as it relates? We're talking about the laws of Mashiach here in Perik Yud Aleph and Perik Yud Beis. We're talking about the laws of Mashiach. So why is it important to the Rambam Lahadgish to emphasize Kiloi Bishar Nevi'im Belvadu Koifer? That he's not only denying the other prophets, Elo Batoira over Moshe Rabbeinu, but in the Torah Moshe Rabbeinu. Why is that important now to tell us there who he's denying? That it's a denial of the Torah. Why? It would seem that it would be more appropriate for the Rambam to bring this Behilchus Tshuva. In the laws of Tshuva, Gabe, Gidre, Koifer, Bechulu. When the Rambam discusses there what is the definition of a koifer, over there the Rambam should bring it down. What the Rambam emphasizes over here, this concept of the Melech Mashiach, the idea of Mashiach is a Torah idea. That he is going to bring the wholesomeness in the laws and the midst of the Torah. To bring back the kingdom of David to its old status and all the laws will come back. This is not new. This is not some new idea, new concept that has been revealed to us through the prophets. But rather, this whole concept is a Torah matter, and it's Moshe Rabbein himself. That Torah Gufa, the Torah itself, so Torah matter is Oymeres says, Umaftich and promises. Then will be the wholesomeness of Torah. So it's Torah testifying that the same Torah is saying that the Torah will be in a wholesome way when Mashiach comes. And on the contrary, as the Rambam says, the rest of the prophecies are all part of the Torah. That's why the Rambam concludes these words that are clear, articulated in the Torah they include all the matters that have been said through the Nevi'im that all matters that were said by the prophets about Mashiach, who Indian betoyda atzva, that is a matter that's Torah itself, nothing new. That is Torah itself. It's all included. In the wholesomeness of the observance of Torah and mitzvahs. So that is why, as the Rambam explains now, That it's all part of Torah. That's why the Rambam has to introduce this 
by saying that Mishen Mamin and Mishen Machak is not just the other prophets, but it's Moshe Rabbeinu, all the Torah Moshe Rabbeinu, to tell us all that this is part of Torah, and this is for the purpose of bringing back the Torah to its limbs as it was in the time of David HaMelech, and that's, Mashiach is going to bring that back. Now the Rebbe explains in Eishud Beis, the Rebbe asked, the third proof that the Rambam brings of the Ori Miklot, the Rambam brings it in the next Aloha. In Aloha, Aleph, he brings the two proofs. And the Parshas Bilam. But the Raya from Ori Miklot, that why would the Pasuk say that Hashem will widen your territory to make another three Ori Miklot when there never be such a thing? So that means there has to be that Mashiach will come and bring it. Why did he make it in a Sefer Aloha, Aloha base? Starts with that, but rather because we want to point out over here that the Torah itself not only that it is clear in the Torah, but also that there is a mitzvah in the Torah which tells us that there is going to be that idea that's in the there's a mitzvah of the Torah. It's not just going to go back, but one of the mitzvahs of the Torah, the only way to fulfill it properly, which is the nine Arimiklot, but three, three, and then you're going to have the third set of Arimiklot in Yarchi Vashem Es Let's look inside. And this is also the reason. For this, that the Rambam writes the Proof from the Ore Miklot in its own halach. Kimizev, because from this, maybe loy rak raya. Shemafurish betoira. It's not just bringing evidence that it's clear in the Torah. It's very clear from the Torah. Shall ye day melech hamashiach ye hazman shall shleim is bekim atoira mitzvah. That through the melech hamashiach. Will come, the time will be that there'll be a wholesomeness in the kiyum of Torah Mitzvah because we're going to have the Beis Amidosh, we're going to have Kibbutz Goliath, it's going to be Chazorus Malchus Beis David Yeshva. But more than that, Elashamatsonu Bari Miklot, what we find in Ori Miklot, not that mitzvahs are going to be. coming back, but there's going to be an addition. The mitzvah itself is going to be added to the mitzvah. The Torah says that you should add another three cities of refuge, and the Torah would not tell you in vain, just like that. That is to say, that the Torah says, that there has there's gonna come still a time that the Torah's mitzvahs will be properly, which means now we're gonna have the mitzvah of the additional three or mikla, which that means that the mitzvahs will be on the higher level, and that's the reason why the Rambam brings this out in such a way that it's a because. This is 
actually an additional point. So now we can understand that is going to continue to explain what the Rambam writes in Aloha Gimel. The Rebbe is going to explain now that Mashiach's matter, as we have just at length explained, is to bring Torah and Mitzvahs back to the Shlemus. We're not, Mashiach's aspect is not Novi. Mashiach's aspect is Torah. The Torah is the test for Mashiach. If we're talking about testing a Novi, you have to test him with his prophecy. He says a prophecy, will it come true or not? Mashiach's job is to restore the Torah to its original place. So therefore, we're not going to, he's not required to change anything. He's not going to change anything. On the contrary, since the Torah is eternal, saying that you have to change something contradicts the eternity of Torah, the Rambam says. Let's look inside. It's given. Based on the above, we can understand what the Rambam writes in Loch Gimel. What does he write? Don't, shouldn't enter your mind. That the King Mashiach needs to do signs and proofs. And to come up with new things in the world, or to resurrect the dead, or similar, it's not so. What is the Rambam telling us? Telling us two things. He's telling us Mashiach doesn't have to do it, and we don't have to test him with that. He's rejecting two aspects about Mashiach. This is not Mashiach's matter. The aspect of Mashiach is not He is not there to make signs and proofs and to come up with new matters in the world. Number one, number two, this would not be the trust test about his truthfulness. And what does he conclude on Messiah? And he concludes, which the Rebbe asked before, what's the connection? Now we see the connection. Rambam concludes, I mean, this is the main, the principle is as follows, that the Torah, our Torah, its statutes, its laws, are forever, forever, ever. So now we see why the Rambam says this. Because since the definition and the concept of Mashiach is as I said before, it brings in wholesomeness in the observance of the law in the midst of the Torah. Therefore, if you will enter your mind, if you think that the King Mashiach needs to do some proofs and wonders and come up with new things in the world, could they live in order to make a change in the world? That it's a contradiction 
that the Torah and its laws, its statutes and its laws are forever. Because Torah has to be forever. And here you're saying, Mashiach, whose concept is Torah, no, is not going to be forever. He has to come up and make changes. No, that's not Mashiach. Mashiach is just to bring back the Torah to the way it was. And Torah is eternal. And Torah does not, cannot be changed. Since that's not what Mashiach is about, to changing matters in the world, so then you can't test him with that. That's not the test on the truthfulness of Mashiach, is whether he can do a miracle or not, change the nature of the world, because that's not what Mashiach is. That's not a test for him, because he doesn't do that. The Rebbe asked before, but a Navi from the fact a Navi is tested. Yeah, a Navi whose job is to say prophecy, he's tested by prophecy. But Mashiach is tested by Torah, not by prophecy. <clears throat> Just as it relates to a prophet. What is the test of the truthfulness of the Navi? That's the sign. The Rambam says, He says matters that are destined to be in the world. And the words become truthful. They're verified. As the post-verse You say, how do we know the prophet comes? The post says that it's true. So if it's going to say, and it's going to come true, we know it's a true note. As mentioned earlier in the end of Sivov. Hainu, that is. How do we test his truthfulness in what he is to do? Navi. He is a Navi. He's a prophet. Who oimer divrei asilis. His thing is that he says matter of the future. Similarly, we can also understand with regards to Mashiach. Even though that he's also going to be a great prophet. Not only is he going to be a great prophet, but the Yes and Mikolanavim, even more. <clears throat> then the other, and then all the Nevi'im, Karim Moshe Rabbeinu, is going to be almost close in prophecy to Moshe Rabbeinu. But yet, what is his define? What's his matter? He's King Moshiach. He's not Novi Moshiach. He's King Moshiach. Now, therefore, it's understood Rambam continues in Haloche Dalet. The Rambam continues. So what is going to be the test? What's going to be the sign for his truthfulness? Who? If he himself, his aspect, who Torah, the Kiyuma, is the Torah, 
he represents Mashiach, Torah, and its fulfillment. And therefore, the Rambam writes, in Yamid Melech, Mi Beis David, if a king arises from the house of David, studies Torah, occupies the mitzvahs, as the written and the oral Torah, follows the Torah fully. And he impacts a wholesomeness how the Yidin do the mitzvahs. As he says, the Rambam continues. He will force all Yidin to follow the Torah mitzvahs and to strengthen it and he'll wage, wage the wars of Hashem. So how is the Hashem associated to the Shleim It says that I've said before, that the Hashem because as mentioned earlier, that waging the war of Hashem is also a detail in bringing the wholesomeness of Kimatera in order to observe the, the mitzvahs, which is to remove the uh, those who don't allow us and force us from the nations, distract us. So this will be taken away. This can only tell us that he is the assumption assumed to be the Mashiach. However, but when he actually brings to the wholesomeness of the fulfillment of the Torah and mitzvahs, actually, practically, that's why the Rambam continues over there. If he has done so, and he was successful, he won, was victorious. He beat all the nations that are around him. And he built the Migdash in its place. And he gathered all those who were pushed away in Golos, the Israelite. So only then it's Mashiach Mavade. Because then we'll actually see Shekin Oz, Then all the laws will return as the mitzvah and the Torah. will be this wholesomeness in the halachas and the observance of the Torah in Poyot. In Eish Yudalet, the Rebbe continues to explain that the details that the Rambam discusses in Aloha Dalet about Mashiach actually fit with the four steps that the Rambam has brought earlier from the prophecy of Bilom 
the four different steps with regards to David and Mashiach. And those are the four steps that connect in Allah Dalad, which Mashiach is going to do. And the Rebbe is going to show you have the step of Mashiach himself. You have the step number two, which Mashiach impacts the Jewish people, his relation to the Jewish people. Step number three is conquering the nations. And step number four is actually inheriting the nations, which is a bigger step, as the Rebbe will explain. Let's look inside. Yes, we can add to this. That the proofs that the Rambam brought beforehand on the statement that Mashiach will bring back the Torah to its and the kingdom of David to its original. They're not just merely for the general concept, this idea that the, that the Rambam shares in the beginning of the Perich, that King Mashiach is destined to stand up, he will bring back it to its original, to its first governance, there is more to that. That Loshan, also details that we discuss who Mashiach is, those psukim match up in parallel. He brings them for this as well, which explains better now why the Rambam has to go through all these four details because these four details are necessary components of what Mashiach is. And when the Rambam, therefore, the Rambam, in his proof from the portion of Bilam, he also brings down Sheniba in which the prophecy that he prophesies about the two Mashiachs, which is Dov Mashiach, as Arba Saprotim Mashiach. The four details and the four aspects that in the Navua of Bilam that fit with what Mashiach is going to do that the Rambam writes in Aloha Dalet in the revelation of Mashiach. And like the Rambam says, that over there he prophesied this is a follow-up to bringing back the kingdom of David. Is there is the prophecy? What's going to take place? So So there's four psukim there, but generally there's three categories, three steps, three. Aleph, David, and Mashiach, Atzma. David and Mashiach himself. Beis, Pulosom, Umalchusum, Israel, their impact and their kingdom as it relates to the Yidden, in the Yidden, Israel. And Gimel, Pulosom, Umalchusom, 
al their impact and their kingdom on the nations of the world. So in this third category, it splits into two. In this third matter, the way it impacts the world, there are two times, two periods. There's two aspects to it, and that's why the third one has two, so we have a total of four. Another ever explains this. Tazvok. In Yonum, the Atzmon, what is Mashiach on themselves? That is, Lochadala, the Rambam writes, Yamid, Melech, the base David, that a king from the house of David will stand up, he will study Torah, and he will occupy himself in Mitzvah, to David Oviv, as his father David, as the instructions of the written and the oral Torah. That matches up with the very first posseg in the prophecy. So this is clear in the Torah. That's the Nebuah, Nibo, Shom Nibo, the word. It says, Arenu, who's him? I see him. Ere Oisoi, I see him. So we're talking about here the person. We're talking about Mashiach himself, David himself. Ashurenu, which means Ere Oisoi, I see him. Veloi Korif, in the second part, Zamelech HaMashiach. So that means that first posik, Ashurenu, Arenu, and Ashurenu, Ashurenu Leato, Ashurenu Vuleato, and Ashurenu Vulekorev, is discussing David and Mashiach. Hanavu al David and Mashiach Asmam. That's the prophecy about David and Mashiach themselves. The first posik. The second part, the Rambam writes in Aloha, Dalit, is the Yaakov. That Mashiach will force the Yidin to follow the Torah, to strengthen the Torah. That's how the Mashiach and David impact the Yidin. Their activity and their kingdom in the Yidin. And this is very clearly the flow following in the Pasik of before, after this discussing Mashiach himself, the Pasik says, a star will step forth from Yaakov, Zedovit, become Shevet Me Yisrael, and then a ruler will stand from Yisrael. So we're discussing Yaakov, we're discussing Yisrael, which is Mashiach. That points to the connection to the Yid. Yaakov and Yisrael. Koychov mi Yaakov, shevet mi Yisrael. The star from Yaakov, the shevet from Yisrael. And the Rebbe adds additional point here in the bracket that actually there is an advantage. If you look closely to the Posik, you will see that there is an advantage in the Posik to the Melech HaMashiach over the Pasik that David HaMelech, in both, the language is Koychov Miyakov, Yaakov versus Shevet Mi Yisrael. By David, it's a star. 
And it's only Yaakov. That's not the elevated name. But by him, it's a Shevet. It's a king, which is more than a Kaichav. And it's Yisrael. Let's look in the brackets. In here, in this verse, also is expressed the wholesomeness, and the advantage of King Mashiach, which is Mashiach Achara in the line of Mashiach, relative to the first Mashiach. With regards to David, the language is number one, Aleph, Koychov. It's called him a star, a star. Star means he's a star, meaning that he is exalted, he's raised, he's beyond other people. Because that's really what a star is. A star, as we understand from the words of the Rambam, when he discusses the stars, literally, he says, all the stars in the spheres. They are all possess a soul, mind, understanding, and and the, the understanding, the knowledge of the Kechovim, is greater than the Adam. So we say a star means that there is a greater knowledge than the Ibn Adam. So when we call somebody a star, we're talking about greatness. And we're also saying the word, the name Yaakov, when Yidin are called Yaakov, that points to the Yidin, not the way they are in the ultimate greatness, because their greatness is Yisrael. So this is the way we describe the Koycha Miyakev. On the other hand, but with regards to Mashiach, he says, become shevet. Shevet means a stick, a ruler. Literally, it means a king who rules and dominates. That is openly by Mashiach. Because we see this, the Rambam writes, he'll use sort of a stick, he'll force the Yidin to Follow the Torah to strengthen it. So we have the word Shevet versus Koychov. Koychov means elevated, but Shevet means a ruler dominance. And we also have Yisrael in the Pesach. Shema Maila Shel Yisrael. This is the advantageous name of the Yidin, which is Yisrael. So we see in this Pesach, when we discuss the relationship from the second part, the Mashiach and David with the Yidin, and we also see, as the Rebbe adds, the advantage from Mashiach over David. What's the step number three, the third Pesach, the third part of the Pesach? Is in the Halacha Dalet, the Rambam writes, He wages the war of Hashem. This is what Mashiach is going to do. That's the Nibo. That's going to do that. If he did so, he succeeded and he was beat all the umas that are around him. So this third part that we talk about Mashiach is also in the first halacha, in the third posting, the third part, 
not a, not a separate posse, but the third part in the posse. Zenem posse, umochatz pasi moyev zedovid. Crush the pasi moyev is David. Bechenu oimer. And Rama brings the posse to support that David is the one that crushed moyev. Vayaches moyev, vaymodid in bachevel. And then the second part of the posse, the karkal kobnei sheis, this is the third aspect in Allah Dalad with regards to Mashiach, Milchemes Hashem, that we find by David and by Mashiach. And here too, just like before, we found the advantage of Melech HaMashiach over David, over David HaMelech, that it's Koich of Meyakov. But by Mashiach it says, Shevet, Misro. But here we see the same thing. We see an advantage by Melech Mashiach, we see the advantage of Melech Mashiach. It's a David Urak. By David, it says only number one, Mochatz. Mochatz means to crush, and it's only specific to Moyov, one nation. Karkar is a more inclusive, it's a stronger word than the just crush. And it's also not talking only about my base, we're talking about all the sons of Shays, which is Ashlita Alkolo Umis, dominance of all the Umis. So it's a more greater. Dominance, greater portion of the world. Or take the language that the Rambam proves the Mashiach and David from the Psukim is look the language what is used in David. The eights of David it says, Vayach, smite, and base it says, Mayach. But the of Mashiach. Compare that to what it said, Mashiach, he will rule from sea to sea. That you see that. So we see that level of greatness that applies to the Melech HaMashiach, both in the Nevuah of Bilam and also as the Rambam's proof from the way it's expressed in the Nevi. And the step number four is we sakin as oilum kuloi lavid as Hashem biyachat. That the Rambam writes in Aloha Dalit, the fourth thing that he will fix the world, the entire world to serve Hashem together. Shanemar, as the Posik says, ki oz epechel amim, then I will turn to the nation's sofa brura, a very clear language. They will all call in the name of Hashem to work 
one shoulder together, everybody together. That last part, fourth part in the Rambam is the fourth posuk, or the fourth idea that the Rambam brings down. It's actually the, the next posuk in the, the prophecy over there. It says, Edem will be an inheritance of David. As it says that Adam was to David for slaves. And then and the Seir will become the inheritance of his enemy of the Yidden. They will go up saved to the Mount Sion. The Yidden will be there and these pesukim are the what the Rambam said that the sakanas oylum kuloi. That's already the world coming into its correction when the yidden are the ones that inherit the seir and Edim. And again, over here too, we see the advantage that Rebbe says of Mashiach in the language of the pesukim from Mashiach over David. Also in this, in this psukim from the quote here, we can see the advantage of Mashiach. With regards to David, it says, that how is the Pesach in Novi turns out? How does this express that Adam will be Yeresha? Shabbat he had them ladovid lavodim. As the Posik, it says they were avodim. But the Eitzel Mashiach, it says, Vahoyo Yeresha Seir. Not just Adam Oivo. Loirak Ansheir. Not just the people of the city, the Adam. But Kremem Posik. Vaholu Mashim Batsi and Lishpit Sareso. Shasiyumehu, what is the end of the Posik? It says, Vahoysel Hashem Amlucha. That Hashem will be the kingdom. It is much greater than just saying that they're going to be avodim, but it's going to be lashem amalucha. So finally, the Rebbe explains now So the Rebbe explains now the difference between these two steps by, by Mashiach between impacting the world, whether you're dominating them by force or then eventually the fourth level means to turn them around that they themselves become followers. Let's look inside. So what is the advantage of this fourth matter over the third? When we talk about within Halacha Dalad, the Rambam writes that Mashiach will wage wars of Hashem. And then when it's Sochein Ha'umais, and then you have conquering the nations as expressed in the Posik. Umoshloi miyomadyom. 
so that we will understand from umoshloi chulu yeresha, and then it says viyilchan viyisakin esayilom. Those are the languages used by for Mashiach in the Navi. The pasuk is umoshloi miyom adyom. And also, it'll be Yeresha, Yeresha Seir, these languages. And the same thing is we, in the Rambam, in Allah Hadal, use Loshav Yilchem, Yisachin Asaylo. This is Budukma Sachidish, this is similar to the novelty, should be Yerusha, the Gabi Kibush. What is the advantage? What happens when you inherit versus just conquering? Similar to these two aspects that we find with regard to Eretz Yisrael. It was taken both through conquering and inheritance. When we talk about war and being victorious, which means kibush conquering by war, First step. Or in the Novi, it's expressed by Misholi. Dominance, Shlito, dominance. This is contrary to the existence and the wishes of the one you conquer. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be conquered. But you conquer him, you dominate him. That's the karkar of Mishalei. That's step number three. We talk about inheritance. You talk about Yerusha. It becomes an inheritance. Then it's on the contrary. That you inherit a matter which is close and belongs to you. It's not you conquer and you dominate somebody else. This is also in the Loshan of Rambam, in Allah Dalad, as it expresses itself in what Mashiach will do. Move on, Achidush, who understand the novelty. And when we talk about that, he will fix the world, Mashiach, to serve Hashem together over all, how this is more, greater, and better than Vilcham. That he'll wage the wars of Hashem and he will be victorious all over, over all the nations that are around him. They themselves recognize the true kingdom of King Mashiach. That's the advantage that it's not by force, but actually you turn them around and that they appreciate they recognize Mashiach as hinted and explained in the end of the censor the censor uh, admitted didn't allow for this to be printed so it says like this when Melech HaMashiach goes up the Emes, the true, the Yatzliach, and he'll be successful, the Yorim, 
will be raised v'inosi, and he will be exalted. So immediately they will return and they'll find out. They'll know that their father inherited them falsehood, and that their prophets and their fathers have made them mistaken. And it will be impacted them. So that they all will call name Hashem, serve Hashem. So basically, the idea of the step number four is to inherit, to turn around for them to see that what they have been told is false, and they will appreciate the Melech HaMashiach. And that's the level of Yeresha, which is greater than the level of Yilchim that precedes it. And that we see how all the halachas, Halacha Aleph, Beis Gimel Dalet, in the Perik Yudalev, the Rebbe has explained it. The Rebbe concludes, Ba'idei Ha'amuno Hashleimo B'Biyaz HaMashiach, through the complete belief the wholesome belief in the coming of Mashiach. As the Torah says, Mashiach will come. And we anticipate, we look forward for his coming. I wait for him every day that he comes. We can say that this included in waiting for Mashiach. It includes that when you learn about Mashiach, that is waiting for Mashiach. This itself, this anticipation, and this waiting is brings close and hastens his coming in a way of the apostles quickly and very soon. So this is concludes the first sicha that we learned in the Bar Malchus, and Amit Hashem we shall continue in the following week.